Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Lisa Stanley, CEO of Osprey, discusses the importance of harnessing data and developing a digital ecosystem for better decision-making. Hi, I'm Becky Binder, VP of Summit Content Development for Cornet Global, and I'm delighted that today's guest for our podcast is Lisa Stanley, CEO of Oscar International. Here's a little background on Lisa to help set the stage. She's been the CEO since 2013, and in her role, she leads the corporate strategy and executive level relationships for the organization, and she works with key stakeholders to implement the Oscar standards. Lisa provides thought leadership on the impact of emerging technologies on CRE and is an evangelist for building effective change leadership skills. Lisa, data seems to be of great concern for every organization from the C-suite to the front line. How can organizations address the challenge of an ever-increasing amount of data that's collected and more importantly, how do they make sense of it and use it effectively? Well, Becky, thanks for having me in this conversation today. And you've raised a really good point. Data is what keeps leaders of organizations up at night. It's not the quantity of data which continues to expand in sheer size, but it's what you do with it that really matters. It's trying to figure out how you address an acceptance of more risk as you look at some of the emerging technologies that are available to help you mine the data and pull the information from the data that drives your business decisions. At the end of the day, what organizations are concerned about are better outcomes. And it's that issue of figuring out how data can help you analyze information more quickly, an acceptance of more risk as you look at these emerging technologies, the need from stockholders and stakeholders for greater transparency, and the ability of the corporate leaders to encourage innovation and, more importantly, uh, fund it as well. Great comments. And thinking about it from more of a CRE perspective, CRE executives have have a unique role within their organizations as stewards for creating and managing a workplace that enhances workforce productivity. How can CREs harness data to improve the work environment? I think the corporate real estate executives stand in a unique position where they are at the convergence of the workplace the workforce, and the technology that wraps both of those things together and enables an organization to move forward. And let's take it up one level. Cognizant Center for the Future of Work has done some really extraordinary research that they make available publicly. The new economy is digital. Information is the new currency. In a study that they completed of 2000, companies around the world, global companies, who have a combined revenue, if you can imagine, of $7.3 trillion, with a T, dollars. 
the 2,000 respondent companies said that they expect by next year, just one year from now, to spend nearly $1.5 trillion on digital transformation. And corporate real estate executives, frankly, are a very big part of that. It's matching the will of the organization with the skill of the workforce. And that's where some of the challenges for many organizations really come into play in a big way. It's how do you build a digital ecosystem? How do you build the skills within your team? And, and I think as we're looking at technology, we have a whole new vocabulary that we're starting to develop. Mm -hmm. One of those terms is ecosystem. So what does that mean? Well, it's an information-enabled network of internal and external business part partners who uh, utilize technology to connect strategies, business functions, um, competencies, and actions that cultivate innovation and lead to better business outcomes. But the most important part of that is it's a collaboration, a part of the process that really, um, in some cases, has not really been um, fostered within organizations, that it's more siloed responsibilities than it is um, collaborations within business units and both internal and external business partners. Yeah, I know at Cornick Global we see the importance of that only growing over time. And also I've had the opportunity to work with Ben Pring at Cognizant, and that is a pretty amazing organization. I'm glad you referenced their study. He's an excellent thought leader. I've been fortunate to uh, participate in some IT leadership groups with him, and I'm always fascinated by his presentations, but also about the insights that um, their Center for the Future of Work can bring to the public that perhaps we have not been aware of. When you were at the North American Summit last year in Boston, you discussed change leadership. Can you tell us more about what leaders for today and tomorrow need to lead organizations that are undergoing tremendous change, particularly on the technology front? Absolutely. Well, I think the important thing is increasingly we're hearing about change management, but before you get to change management, you have to have an effective approach to change leadership that happens at the top of the organization. It's that tone at the top that really makes a difference. And change leadership is about people, not processes. So as we look at how organizations are advancing, in light of technology, you've got the struggle of how do I allocate resources, not just money, but human capital and other resources as well to come up with the right mix for our organization to invest in these emerging technologies as well as the more traditional business intelligence. And part of that leadership includes fostering and rewarding innovation, trying new things, realizing that not everything, every project will be a home run, but figuring out and fostering an environment where people are willing to collaborate and come up with the big ideas that really will transform the organization. And increasingly, as we look at the speed with which these technologies are advancing all around us, those organizations that step up to the challenge and exhibit leadership skills that encourage that kind of an environment within their teams will be the ones that 
develop a competitive position that frankly may not be able to be overcome by others in the industry. And we may see a consolidation as we're going forward of uh, those who are willing to take risks, who foster that innovative approach within their teams and reward them. I think that's a big part of it um, in order to move forward. So as we're looking at um, change leadership, a big part of that is communication. And we've heard uh, from a variety of different, I'll call them professional change management training program, including ProSci. Um, ProSci is one that, that I have participated in. And their surveys say that the largest contributor to success in looking at change initiatives, the best practices, is active, invisible executive sponsorship. So the people at the top of the organization are taking a very active role to be seen and to be the communicators of why this change is important. Everybody wants to understand, why do we want to do this? What's in it for me? And what is the organization going to look like as we go through this process? Conversely, the number one obstacle to success is lack of active and visible executive sponsorship. So it's important. Um, that top-down view, <laughs> top-down hands-on. Exactly, and, and I think that, um, you know, as we're looking at it, change leadership, change management are becoming a discipline of sorts. There is a, a formal association that addresses um, change management professionals, and as leaders within the industry, corporate real estate executives have taken on a far bigger role within their organization and are increasingly being asked to have a seat at the table that wasn't necessarily the case even five years ago. And I think that is a tremendous um, statement for the importance of, of CREs. Gartner also um, has, in their latest communications insight survey, 66% of CEOs expect their company to change their business model in the next three years. 87% of senior business leaders said digitization is a top priority. And the number one barrier to agile transformations is company culture. I think that's a, a powerful well, statement. I agree. So, my, And that's amazing, the, the three-year business model transformation. That's, that's very fast when you it, think it about it. It certainly is. And a lot of, and a high percentage of companies in that, making that change. Absolutely. Well, that kind of goes back in a way it's, you know, we're talking about the skills of corporate real estate leaders. Cornet and, and Oscar both recognize the importance of skills to manage the technologies that are advancing at this incredible pace of change. Can you tell us more about the collaboration between the two organizations? Happy to, Becky. One of the things that, as an organization, we've come to recognize is that there hasn't been an opportunity for training as it relates to data governance and digital competency specific to real estate that's available in the marketplace. And as we looked at the conversations we were having with a lot of the industry leaders, it became clear that while organizations are increasingly recognizing the need to move forward in a more um, 
tech-focused environment. The term prof-tech is one that's increasingly being used. There really hasn't been an opportunity for people to build that skill set um, within their team. And while you can identify consultants and contract with them to provide services, at the end of the day, they go away, and you still have to have a team that needs to be able to carry it out to implement it. So Oscar developed two web-based programs, um, 10 one-hour modules, both in data governance leading to a certificate as well as digital competency. And part of that process of um, training is that we provide speakers from the industry, people that are actually walking the walk of implementation. They talk frankly about the challenges they have. With each module, we offer at least five new terms and definitions to build a glossary um, to help people become more comfortable with the language of this, this new um, initiative called data governance. And as things started to progress from an um, industry awareness perspective, uh -huh. we, we were involved in conversations with Cornet, and Cornet saw the value. We, we kind of gave a test drive to some of the leaders in the education um, group, saw the value, and said they wanted to make it available to members of Cornet as well. So you can receive SLCR credit for data governance and digital competency will be coming on in the next week or so. We'll be finishing up the last module there. So we're thrilled, one, for the recognition from Cornet of the quality of the program, but also that we're providing the ability with very low barriers to participation for people to build their skills, to advance their organization, and ultimately the industry as well. And I think that's a, a key part of the conversation is um, real estate to some degree has been perhaps slower than others to, um, let's call it, initiate uh, innovative approaches to technology, but it's gotten to the point where there's an increased awareness of the importance of what to do with the data, um, of data governance practices. and. You can't build an effective data governance program without a strong basis on standards, and you can't embrace emerging technologies without having a data governance program in place. So the importance and relevance of standards has become um, more frontline than it ever has been before, in large part because of the advancement of technology. So we're delighted to be um, a collaborator with Cornet in educating the industry. Yeah, those are providing more opportunities, and it sounds like a very um, practical approach toward sharing of ideas and lessons learned and um, the, getting the tips that help you speed up and implement faster and be more right. effective. And as you're looking at education, Becky, I think it's important to develop that skill set within your team that helps build the framework for what's to come, so that when you're sitting in business meetings and you're talking about the future direction, there's a base level of understanding of the team members who are going to be participating and that it helps, frankly, accelerate the pace with which change can take place. Well, this has been a great conversation and we really appreciate your time today. It's been good to hear your perspectives on work and emerging technologies based on your leadership role. So thank you very much, Lisa. Thanks for having me, Becky. 
This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.